This is the show where we pair the perfect beverage with the events in our lives. This is Let's, Let's Drink, Drink About It. We have uh, Adam Pranica on the show today. Hello, Adam. Uh, Hi. Adam is a talented director and friend uh, out of Seattle, Washington. Um, I don't know. Do you, How much do you talk about the Long Winters documentary? Is that something that we can talk about on the I, show? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's Adam's directing... A very long... I uh, would call it the John Roderick documentary. A long-standing documentary about uh, about John Roderick of the Roderick on the Line podcast and The Long <laughs> Winters and writing things that make people mad in various publications. Now, Adam, I, there is there there's a trailer for this film, is there not? Uh, there was. Uh, there was. <laughs> I remember seeing the trailer for this film and being so excited and going to my local record store... And asking because I don't I don't think I could find like a release date. I'm like, oh, maybe it's out. So I went and asked, and they did not know what I was talking about. And then I just found out uh, um, maybe I think it was at Max Funcon uh, that it. How, how many years in the making is it? Almost ten. Wow. Yeah. I'm still excited. I really am. <laughs> I'm still excited. It has not abated. Yeah. No. It's been intense. It's been tiring, but it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, one of the reasons that that trailer isn't online anymore is because I I think the last slate you're of sick the video of assholes said, like uh, us asking you questions about it. Well, clearly <laughs> there's that reason, but uh, it said coming soon at the end of it, and that trailer was cut maybe five years ago. Soon is very relative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I mean, how, uh, 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 can I ask? Are we any closer? Is it is it coming sooner? Than later? <laughs> oh, we're close. It's sooner, uh, sooner than five years ago, anyways. I mean, uh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, the the film is has breached. Uh, we're <laughs> we're really the last part of things here. But have you? So have you been filming all along, or I mean, is it? Uh, I mean, obviously you've been filming bits and pieces all along. But I mean, uh, up until what point? Like, how many years ago uh, did you stop filming? Or oh, I've I've filmed as recently as this year. Oh, cool. I mean, wow, the, the filming is is ongoing. And and, and I mean, is this going to be? Uh, I mean, what's the running time so far? What have you got it uh, down to? Have oh, it's edited? a it's a tight ninety. I think that's <laughs> in in the comedian parlance. That's <laughs> the tight ninety minutes. It's gonna it's gonna kill at the uh, Montreal Comedy Festival. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Ben, you sound a little uh, you sound a little uh, ooh, on edge. Oh yeah, I had some trouble getting over here today. The uh, the Google Maps really really fucked me over this afternoon. I I left myself just enough time to get to Adam's house to do the to do the podcast, and I got on the road, and it was the on ramp to the freeway I was going to take was blocked, and so I just ignored Google Maps protestations and kept driving along the freeway and tried to get on at the next one and that one was closed and then the next one was closed and I was like this is fucking insane (laughs) (laughs) and I and then I like actually found a place to pull over and I looked at the map and there were all these little warning icons like superimposed (laughs) over the bridge that the freeway was going to take me to saying it was closed and that the whole freeway was closed and I was like what gives Google that you know enough to put the icon, but you can't incorporate that into the actual driving directions? <laughs> like, I, 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 well, we drove, you, you drove, uh, you were kind enough to pick me up when we were in Los Angeles and we drove around a couple of days and I got to see a side of you that, uh, 
I don't know if I've talked about it before, but I, I remember saying to you, like, I did not know this was even, uh, you know, you were even capable of like, like the, you know, like the really fucking tight grip on the steering wheel and like get real yeah. agitated at Los Angeles traffic. Driving um, is the only time in my life where I, uh, where I externalize my anger. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I just, I send it inward. You but, bury uh, it. Yeah. Well, it sounds yeah. like you have a lot of experience driving in the best places to drive if you're a stressed out driver. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The real, the holy trinity of great traffic situations sure. is L.A., New York, and Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I moved to Brooklyn and don't own a car for a reason, people. Oh, man. Um, yeah, you seem to be really enjoying the drive yesterday, yeah. relishing the traffic yeah. situation. Adam and I uh, went on what was it, probably six hours of uh, six hours of road trip yesterday. Six wow. hours in a Prius. The yeah. Ben and Adam Ooh. story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where, where, where was the? Where were you going? What, what did you do? We went up to Vic, uh, what is it called? Vancouver. Vancouver, British Columbia. Oh, cool. In the land of Canada. Right. You, I did get a text saying, uh, "I'm in your country." <laughs> and yeah. I, and I said <laughs> to you on the phone today, I definitely felt I sensed a shift in things. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I said uh, you felt uh, felt a disturbance in the force that thousands of voices screamed out at once and were suddenly snuffed yes, out or yes, whatever. Yes, you, yeah, whatever. I'm the paraphrasing yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I can't remember exactly. I, I think I paraphrased it better before. There were voices you, screaming. They were in the form of a border patrol officer. <laughs> yeah. but they were all screaming out at once at us. Yeah, <laughs> and there was fingers pointing. Um, well, that's actually kind of kind of one of our topics. So why don't we get into it, eh? Let's do it. So this week, uh, I played uh, tour guide to a uh, uh, recent London to Toronto transplant. Uh, what cool. did you do, Ben? Uh, I went. Uh, uh, speaking of road trips, I went on a road trip with my mom. Oh, wow. Adam? Yeah, Adam, what, <laughs> what was your thing? Well, I was in your Prius for six hours. Uh, <laughs> a few of those hours involved being uh, briefly detained at the Canadian-Washington border. Really? Oh, I can't wait to hear about that. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Let's get into the drinks. All right. Adam, uh, the drink I came up with for you is a drink that has, uh, I think, a lot of history in terms of, uh, well, I mean, there's always been a lot of of smuggling going on between Canada and the U.S., and uh, this is uh, is a drink that uh, I immediately thought of when when you came up with your life event, but... uh, I don't think actually has anything to do with the Canadian border, but it's the rum runner. Uh, so it's a half an ounce, one and a half ounces of gold rum, half an ounce of blackberry brandy, half an ounce of creme de banane, mm-hmm. uh, which is banana liqueur. Not to be confused with a hundred bananas, ninety-nine bananas. <laughs> ninety-nine bananas. Don't. <laughs> yeah, not to be confused with that. Um, four ounces of orange juice and a dash of falernum. Well, that sounds great. Is that is that served uh, up or down or in a latex glove? That is uh, <laughs> that is served. Uh, <laughs> it's actually served uh, with a single plum floating in perfume. <laughs> served in a man's hat. <laughs> yeah. 
just how I like it. No, this is one of those. Uh, this is one of those tiki cocktails where it's you know meant to be served on ice. But if you want to throw that in a blender and have a slushy version of it, by all means. Is it supposed to be served uh, publicly and humiliatingly? Yeah. If <laughs> yeah, as many as many. Uh, Should I be naked when and, I drink this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I guess my drink for you, Chris, let me find it, is mm-hmm. Beef on Rye. <laughs> That's the name of the drink. Mm-hmm. So it's yes. uh, one and a half ounces of London dry gin, half an ounce of Canadian whiskey, uh, half an ounce of passion fruit syrup, and two ounces of sparkling bitter lemon soda. Um, Sounds good. Oh, you know what? I didn't, I didn't, well, yeah, the rum runner, you just pour all that shit in a glass with ice uh yeah the uh, the beef <laughs> on rye good. uh you're gonna shake the gin whiskey and syrup in a shaker and then strain them into a old-fashioned glass that's half filled with broken ice and then you add the lemon soda thing mm, i i actually do you know that uh i well we'll get into it later sorry i keep i keep wanting to get into details and i know i'm not supposed to so i'll save it for when i'm drinking it um, well, the, for we, you, we made up the rules, so you can break them all you want. Yeah, well, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no authority coming down from on high. To was my, uh, were my beverage ingredients supposed to come from a guitar case with a hidden <laughs> compartment? Yeah, in it? <laughs> yeah, but I accidentally bit. took my guitar case that's secretly a gun when right. I left the house. So, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Uh, for Ben, for you, I've got a drink called the Blacktop. Uh, it's two ounces of uh, Mount Gay rum. One ounce of Myers rum. Um, now I did next to no research on this drink, so the, subs- <laughs> the substitutes, the substitutes. Uh, I don't even know what Myers rum is, to be fair. Oh, so, well, uh, I I happen to have both of those rums. Of course, uh, I love despite it. Despite the fact that I'm in Seattle, well, well across the continent. From you had my both home of those bar. with you. Uh, I bought the Myers, but I had some Mount Gay already. All right, cool. Uh, so it's uh, yeah, two ounces of Mount Gay rum, one ounce of Myers rum. Uh, an ounce and a half of fresh lemon juice, uh, an ounce of simple syrup, one maraschino cherry uh, to garnish, and an orange slice to garnish. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You're going to pour the rum, lemon juice, and simple syrup into a mixing glass, two-thirds full of ice. Shake well, uh, strain into an ice, uh, ice-filled highball glass, and carefully pour the Myers rum over the back of a teaspoon so it floats on top of the drink. Garnish, uh, garnish with cherry and orange slice. Beautiful. I mm-hmm. like this. We got we got a real tiki drink party going on. <laughs> yeah, sounds real nice. Yeah. Well, uh, why don't we why don't we make the drinks and we'll come back and we'll drink them. Sounds good. Which is the premise of the show. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. See you in a minute. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> to your health, gentlemen. Uh, to your health, indeed. Cheers. Boy, oh boy. I'm on, I'm on a tiki vacation. How you <laughs> that, doing, Adam? That's real nice. Yeah? Yeah. It, uh, I, I was recently married in Hawaii, and this tastes like Hawaii. Nice. Wow. What was your favorite drink whilst at, on, at Hawaii, on Hawaii, on, at Hawaii, in Hawaii? Well, that's a great question. <laughs> in, um, on, and around Hawaii. <laughs> based on quantity, I would say uh, the Bud Light Lime. <laughs> All right, okay, let's say, did you order any, like, uh, yeah, any tiki drinks while there? 
Oh yeah, the uh, the standard, uh, the industry standard Mai Tai out okay. there is right. is delicious. Right on. A drink I, that came up on our last episode. I I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you? Uh, how is that? Do you taste the banana? Does it come through? <laughs> oh Ben, taste the banana. <laughs> Can I? Give, uh, let me get. Let me give this yeah. a sip. I, oh, ben. I suffered for this drink. <laughs> yeah. Now he's now okay. I'm gonna describe this. He's now tasting my banana. <laughs> <laughs> do you taste it? Uh, yeah, home listeners, just picture me giving Adam fellatio. <laughs> just cut to the chase. Side-eye and fellatio. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot sweeter than I uh, would have hoped. I apologize. Uh, it's not uh, It's it's not awful for that reason. No. It's just yeah. a sweet beverage. I think that is. maybe the if, uh, if it had been fresh orange juice, that would have been less of an issue. But, um, yeah, I... Stupidly forgot to bring enough oranges to make enough juice for that drink, but uh, yeah, I I think uh, given the amount of of rum in the recipe, I was expecting more of a rum hit. You know? Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna reach over to your glass. Yeah. While you're sipping that, let me. Uh, I'm not gonna use your straw because I noticed some open sores. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had I had a uh, I had a real rough time buying the creme de banane on. Uh, <laughs> on my way over here because uh first of all i left this i, w- I went to this, this liquor store town i went to this liquor store <laughs> earlier today because i was buying something else uh for this show and i when i was leaving i looked down uh, in the parking lot and i saw one of those little mini bottles empty of banana liqueur and i was like this is a hobo i can get behind <laughs> like he goes in and buys two dollars worth of banana liqueur and a, drinks it before he's out of the parking just lot 16 year old girl hobo yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and uh and so i came up with this drink for you and i was like creme de banane is the only thing in this list that i don't already have Plus, I know for a fact that they sell miniature bottles of it at that weird liquor store I sat today. Look, a whole bottle is a huge commitment. It's a huge commitment, <laughs> and I got a lot of... Uh, well, so, long story short, they didn't have the mini bottles in the store, so that was a mystery mini bottle. Because that guy drank them all. In. That guy was just yeah. one on the way out. He had a bag full of those minis. Yeah. Was 64 ounces and a glass bottle with a hook really necessary? <laughs> like, that is a lot of creme yeah. de banane. Yeah. The well, I mean, X's on the front. There's going to be a, 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 a wicked streak of creme de banane drinks I'm going to give to you uh, yeah, well, the rest of the we, summer. We have to, because how else am I going to get through this damn <laughs> bottle? Um, but, anyways, then I go to check out with this much larger bottle of creme de banane that I don't really want to buy. And I bought the $9 one, not the $35 French super fancy looking one, even though that's what I really wanted to buy. <laughs> uh, and and the checkout lady is like, huh, cream de banana. <laughs> you don't see that very often. And I was like, it, it's a cocktail mixer. And she's what? like, I know, I know. <laughs> was your mom also the, the checkout person at God. this Bevmo? Oh. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, it's like buying... It's like buying, you know, Tampax if you're a dude or, <laughs> or, you know, I don't know what the, do dudes ask women to go buy embarrassing shit for them? I don't uh, know. Is there, uh, well, is you there. Could, a, you, you could ask your lady friend to buy your powder. Yeah, sure. Your, your, your talc. <laughs> yeah. Your, your, talc. <laughs> your balls powder. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I just ordered that shit on Amazon Prime. So yeah, oh, yeah there's no shame. Yeah, no shame. It with comes that. in a discreet brown paper box <laughs> with not balls powder written on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> not balls powder triple X. <laughs> uh, so Ben, how's your drink? Uh, I'm loving my drink. It occurred to me as I was making it that the reason it's called the Blacktop is that the Myers rum floats at the top of the yes. drink. Yes. Being the darkest thing and looks like a black top. Yeah. Um, so it's good. It's a. It's this is, man. All I want to drink is a fucking icy rum drink with a lot of fruit in it. Yeah. I like. I love a tiki drink. Yeah. I'm a big, big believer in a tiki drink. Mm-hmm. And it's like summer. I know that they're like. A little bit gauche or whatever. I think maybe t- they're not. I think taste- you're only gauche at a TGI Fridays. You yeah. know, you make you make one for yourself out of some quality ingredients yeah. like this. You're living large and in charge. Yeah. As long as it's not coming out of a plastic, you know, jug somewhere in the back of a <laughs> chain restaurant, you're yeah. good. Yeah, or out of a Gatorade container that some <laughs> high school kids yeah uh, having their pickup. Those kids don't know their ratios. You know. No, no, you can't trust them. Yeah, um, but anyways, let me tell let me tell you guys about road tripping with Mama. Yeah, so I uh, I ended up so I'm shooting this this documentary up here in Seattle, and I'm going to be here much of the next you know couple of months. So I've been trying to figure out how to afford housing and transportation, and um, housing I think I've figured out, but. Renting a car for like three months is is pricey, and uh, so my parents were very generous and offered to uh, lend me their car, and then my mom offered to drive up with me because she kind of wanted a road trip to Seattle. So it was kind of a surprise to me, but it it wound up that I like was on the road for two days with with Ma Duke and awesome. a trunk full of trunk full of film equipment, and uh, it was pretty nice. That's a rare opportunity. Yeah. Um, and there was like a weird switcheroo that happened right at the beginning where like, like, like freaky Friday switcheroo. No, oh, I didn't, sw- okay. I didn't switch bodies with okay, my mother, right. but, um, no, I was like, it was like the night before we were about to leave and, uh, I'm standing in the kitchen with my, with my folks and I was like, your dad might actually go up with you. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And. I could tell that they were sort of like looking for what my reaction would be. Like they were both like, "Is he gonna like? Is he gonna pick me? Is he gonna pick me?" That's <laughs> a real. We're we're getting divorced. Right. Choose right. A parent. Yeah, choose a parent. And <laughs> and I was like trying to be as neutral as possible. I, I would have loved to ride up with either of them, uh, or both of them, probably. You know, I don't see my folks that much these days. But uh, yeah, I felt a little like. I felt a little like, oh shit, how's this gonna go? <laughs> and and uh, wound up uh, wound up being that my dad coming up was a total canard. <laughs> he never intended to come up at all. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I don't know how that even got in their heads, but uh, but it was a nice trip. Um, That's a long then, time and, in the car together. How long? How many uh, hours was that? It's like, I think it's like eighteen or nineteen hours of driving total, and. The, the sequel is going to happen starting tomorrow. My mom is flying back, so we can drive back down to the Bay Area. So what... Well, any time you can, you can fly up the coast in order to drive down it, <laughs> you gotta, you got to take that opportunity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, life, wh- is, uh, life is only so long, you know? Is there, uh, what, like in those two days, what's the, what's the high point? Did you find anything new out about your mom that you didn't otherwise know? Or, you know, is there something... 
Is there a particular uh, moment? She told me that my father gets really sleepy when he smokes pot, which is a fact that probably hasn't had any <laughs> practical value for 45 years. <laughs> so, um, yeah. This is like one of those weird things about like growing into adulthood is that your parents start to start to let on about how wild they were when they were when they were younger. Yeah, because they were young. Yeah. yeah. Well, they really put the fear of God in me when I was a when I was a high school kid and uh I was a pretty I was a pretty straight-edge young man. Uh, and obviously you guys know I'm not anymore. I'm fucking harsh as hell. Yeah, but, yeah. Yep. And I'm not straight-edge at all. <laughs> Judging, so don't test me. Judging from your old English script tattoo across your chest that says creme de banane. <laughs> I, I knew that. Yeah. Uh, Put a shirt back on. Yeah. But cover just, up those open those, sores. It's, it's like puts a little little prick of light in the uh, in the uh, otherwise painted over window of my image of my of my young parents. Very po- um, very poetic, Ben. I yeah. recently uh, found out about my father's enjoyment of marijuana at the rehearsal dinner to my wedding, <laughs> where he wore a pot leaf shirt. Oh, wow! Amazing. <laughs> that was that was his big coming out to yeah. me as a pot smoker. Th- that's like uh, that's like um, I don't know. I feel like that's pro- like proposing at somebody's wedding. It's like just yeah. not done. It's like, hey man, stop trying to steal this steal the limelight here. Yeah, his <laughs> his Rastafarian themed woven hat. Right. Also with the with the dreadlocks sewn into the back. Yeah. <laughs> uh I mean it was too it was too warm for that, A, but B, uh, not the right time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna make your neck very hot. You might have to put some balls powder back there. <laughs> So, so Chris asked a, a great question about a great question about your uh, your road trip. But I want to go the opposite way. Like, what was what was the conflict? What was the con- eighteen hours with your mom? You're a filmmaker, sir. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I'm a I'm a documentary filmmaker. I yeah. I asked the conflict question. So, uh, what did you disagree on? Well, hmm, I'm trying to think. I guess. Um, I don't know. I'd say maybe maybe we didn't have any disagreements per se, but I uh, I I think that the one thing I didn't really like factor into my thinking or bargain for uh, was sharing a hotel room with my mom two nights in a row, which uh, was that I a didn't, one bed or two bed situation. It was a two bed situation <laughs> the first night, but Thanks, then the Adam. second night, thank you, Adam. <laughs> I was in the hotel that I've been in here in Seattle for the last like week and a half, and the Thunderbird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, ye, ye old road motel. Uh, yeah, and uh, and that only has the one bed, and then a weird like airline chair that sort of half like leans out into a bed-like shape. And I couldn't convince her to sleep in the bed. She like really insisted on sleeping in the chair, uh, and had a terrible night's sleep because it's a terribly made chair. So every time she like shifted, it would go back into seat position. <laughs> <laughs> so she was woken up by. Yeah, she was just kind of perpetually, perpetually woken Sitting up all up. night long, and I'm sleeping like a baby. Oh no! Um, well, that's just the, that's just the the level of love your mother has for you. She refused to be comfortable in your presence. These are the sacrifices yeah. that our our parents make for us. It's kind of beautiful. Uh, but you were the one that ended up with bed bugs, though. So. <laughs> yeah, I look like coming. a piece of Swiss cheese right now. Yeah, yeah all the sores. Oh, bed bugs. Dixie. 
I thought that yeah. was just a, like a, yeah, some sort of massive hickey on your neck, but it's actually just a bunch yeah. of bed bugs suckling at your, <laughs> yeah. at your neck. Well, the joke is actually on Adam because I'm here in his house emitting them into the <laughs> environs now. That's a funny I, joke. I'm going to want to fumigate that chair. You're really <laughs> lucky you're so far away, Chris. <laughs> no, they're transmissible over Skype. <laughs> oh. Uh, Disgusting. Well, can I tell you about my drink and uh, my experience? Please do. Well, uh, so I, I was contacted by a friend overseas uh, in London. Well, that's that's just only over the one sea then, right? Just the Atlantic? Over sea, yes. Over sea? Yep. just doesn't have the same <laughs> ring to it. Uh, yeah. um, I, w- I was overseas in Canada the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember that time Britney Spears said that she, she, the best part of her career was going overseas to places like Canada? No. Yeah. That is the greatest. I don't know uh, why that's stuck in my stupid head, but <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I, I was contacted by a friend overseas, overseas, um, <laughs> about about uh, uh, someone coming over who had no n- didn't know anybody in Toronto, had never been here before, and um, sure, and asked if it was okay if they uh, gave my contact information, and and that was done for me going over to London, so. I said, of course, and it, it's like the greatest thing to have a point of contact and, you know, um, just a little helping hand just to kind of get uh, the lay of the land and whatnot. And uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and so uh, Mary is here for a year. Um, wow. Yep. She, uh, a BBC researcher who just decided I'm going to take a year and go abroad. She was thinking of Montreal or whatever, so decided to go somewhere she'd never been before. So she came here and we had a, a good day out and took her to some uh, cool. like high and low lights of the neighborhoods. And uh, cause you gotta <laughs> have the, the low lights. Here's the shanty town. Here's the, yeah. Here's the movie theater that lets you drink beer while you watch your movie. Or here's where you uh, can go if you want beer at 11 AM. Uh, I mean, I guess New York is not, a, that happens all the time in New York, right? Like what's the, what, I don't know what the liquor laws are in New York, but uh, here, yeah, there are people drinking at 11 a.m. is kind of like, oh, okay, they're serious about drinking. Uh, but yeah, it was a great day. You know, get to see you get to see the city through another's eyes, which is always a good thing. Um, yeah, I think that's cool. Really wanted to go up the CN Tower, but she doesn't do well with heights, so. Uh, oh, the the Canadian Space Needle. That's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, we were talking the other day about how uh, there's a weird sort of space needly looking thing it's really just a thing on the top of a building in uh in vancouver uh but uh yeah does every does every Canadian town in canada city? roughly rip off seattle stees or is does <laughs> well, the cn tower predate the space well, needle? i don't know but i'll tell you this what's uh, the deal with the cn tower if, why is it there <laughs> it was the tallest standing free structure in the world so if we did rip it off we went above and beyond the space needle. Oh. you know what i mean not to get, I got a little defensive there, you know. <laughs> uh, no, but it's great. It's cool. They've got a glass floor. I don't know if the Space Needle has that or if the one in Vancouver does. But I took one step onto this glass floor when I was up there, the one and only time I've ever been up, and it was the only time in my life I have experienced my knees turning to jelly. Like literally, wow. they went weak, hmm. and I, I, <laughs> I mean, obviously didn't collapse or anything, but uh, it, it was a really strange sensation. <laughs> but. Um, uh, yeah, so it's great. It's uh, we've actually become friends. You know, she's a great person, and uh, uh, we've introduced. I've introduced her to friends of mine and people at the CBC and stuff. So she's making. Uh, she's networking. You know, nice. That, that's the so, reason. did did her knees also turn to jello on this? She didn't. No, this, this was this was me. Floor? This was me going uh, years ago. She uh, okay, did not okay. agree to do it because she does not handle heights. Very Couldn't well, be so. persuaded. Yeah. 
Well, the uh, the reason I picked that drink for you is that it just had a lot of English ingredients, but a couple of Canadian ingredients too. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I learned while I was looking looking around was that uh, Canadian whiskey in Canada is interchangeably termed Canadian whiskey or rye whiskey. Yes, which yeah. I didn't know. That was a oh. new. That was a new one on old Benjamin. Yeah, well, uh, they they all, all, sometimes don't even say rye whiskey. It just says whiskey, you know. So I actually, yeah. I mean, obviously, Canadian Club is known to be a rye, but uh, some of the other Canadian whiskeys, it doesn't say rye. So I'm yeah. not sure. I mean, I they, guess it has to be. I think they all have some rye in them. Yeah, like they their corn and other other grains also, but they Blended, yeah. they all have a little bit of rye going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Canadian Club was rye. I, Mm-hmm. I just knew it was known as being awful. <laughs> yep. Yeah, burn. I mean, I guess that was, it was a sick burn. At one time, at one time, it was. Uh, I think we was it during Prohibition. I guess it was the one thing coming over, one of the things coming over the border. But since then, oh. they perfected the art of. Uh, they perfected the art of rye, and Canadian Club has been uh, left in the distance, Sh- eating the shifted dust. Shifted to the yeah. Well, what you'll, you'll be happy. To, you'll be happy to know that I did buy. Uh, uh, slightly more expensive brand of I went with a small batch Canadian club for this particular oh, for this particular well, podcast yeah. <laughs> which still means in it's a glass only... bottle this time <laughs> not in a Gatorade bottle <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that some of the time and uh, I'm not a whiskey drinker so I'm not gonna speak expertly about whiskey but some of the time I think a, a cheaper rum not like a not like a rot gut rum or vodka uh is a better cocktail ingredient than a really fancy pants expensive one like i think that really nice gin you can kind of tell the difference when it's when there's a bad gin in a cocktail versus a good gin but Mm. uh if it's like white rum like i say i say get the like third least expensive yeah (laughs) you know i think i can tell the next day yeah, yeah. Uh, the difference mostly. Oh, have I ever talked about my theory, uh, my economic theory of expensive booze on on this podcast before? No, no. I would love to hear it though. Well, my theory is that nicer alcohol is more heavily filtered, and therefore gives you less of a hangover. Mm-hmm. And so the rich drink higher end booze; they get the top shelf whenever they drink. And everybody else just drinks like whatever they can get the cheapest they can get it, mm-hmm. like like this Hiram Walker creme de banana that we have here on the <laughs> on the table in front of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so we all wake up with these fucking awful hangovers, right? And these rich people, these rich they got people. this nice nicely filtered alcohol, and they fucking wake up feeling right as rain. <laughs> they have a whole other twenty four hours in the week to get shit done that we don't have. So the rich you know get richer saying? is what you're saying. Exactly. This is how this is how the separation of the classes is perpetuated. Wow. That's my theory. Wow. That's a well thought. Why we need government them. subsidized, yeah. really fancy alcohol. Wow. That's well. That's, that's my, well thought. That's out. my solution to the problem. Yeah. Um, While the plebes enjoy the gasoline, the well, the well, ninety nine <laughs> bananas. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ben, we've got uh, we have so, we had someone write in. Um, oh wait, 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 wait! Oh, we haven't talked about Adam's oh, thing. Oh, I'm yet. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, we haven't talked about my thing. 
Yeah. Well, that's. Well, we actually have talked a little bit about your thing, but. Uh... Yeah, we were talking about uh, border crossing. Yes. Yes. And, uh, oh my God! How can I this, let's let's book book end this motherfucker. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, we took a trip yesterday in yes. the Prius and, yeah. up to Vancouver. Green British Prius Columbia. up to between Seattle and Vancouver. Beautiful the most day inconspicuous thing for that's a ever three happened. Three-hour drive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and. I'm not a veteran of border crossings. Uh, in spite of my living in Seattle, I rarely go into Canada. I, I fear and loathe them. Mostly. <laughs> Lo- loathe Canadians. I, so, I fear and respect them. So right, there's a fine distinction I think, there. I think. I think that sort of informs what what's to come in the story. Sure. So, uh, as we near the Peace Arch crossing, uh, there there's some options here for lanes. There's the there's the normal guy lane. Yeah, uh, which is backed up about an hour. This is the lane for people that drink cheap alcohol. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of real plastic bottle creme de banane people. <laughs> and that line. That joke's not gonna get the, old. <laughs> and then there's the Nexus Pass line, and that sounds great, mostly because uh, there's no line at all. It's yeah. just it's just empty. It's, it's right there. It's smooth sailing. So, I'm asking Ben. You have one of those Nexus passes, right? Well, I have, I have a card that i got from our uh our benevolent overlord barack hussein obama uh called a global entry card that enables me to skip customs in like norway and the united states and uh (laughs) i think also canada seems pretty legit but only (laughs) if you're going through an airport which is something we found out later that is not where we were oh no oh no uh so Nexus line sounds like a great idea. It sounds like Ben's got things covered. <laughs> so as we approach, uh, we arrive at the gate, which is not unlike uh, like paying a toll at yeah. the turnpike. Well, and that, a, we had a, a, a glimmer of hope because we saw somebody flashing their Nexus card, which is identical to my global entry card yeah, uh, yeah. in terms of you know graphic design or whatever. From the next lane, looked exactly <laughs> the same. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the gate agent didn't agree, however. <laughs> no. she, she has a slightly finer-tuned... T- finer uh, yeah. Her point was very well made in that uh, just because even if Ben did have a Nexus Pass, yeah. uh, me and the other person in the car did not. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like one card is going to cover all right. of the occupants of the, of the vehicle. They're not going to prove we're not terrorists. Now, I am. I'm, may I interject here? I am surprised that you two guys are you're, you're, you're pretty sharp fellas. No, what? You're pretty sharp. No, you know? I've never been accused of that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I just would think that, you know, one card wouldn't cover two people, you know, in terms of uh, uh, national security. Here's, here's, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm, I think maybe if, if I had actually thought it out, I would have maybe tried to rationalize it that uh, if I've had a background check, chances are I'm not <laughs> like hauling terrorists back and forth over the border <laughs> right right but uh i don't know whatever to, to ben's credit he totally played possum and and <laughs> and played the guy who didn't know what he was doing you, I, I believe he didn't know what he was doing yeah I, I, I very you, plausibly look like i don't know what i'm doing the stern, most of the time the stern border agent uh clearly knew that we didn't know what we were doing and motioned us uh, to the waiting area where we were. The special inspection area. Right. Uh, pull over to the left, get out of your car, and wait in the holding pen, which we did. Oh, my guess is that your arched eyebrow, Adam, got you in a lot of trouble. 
<laughs> a lot of arched things got me in trouble yeah. that day, my friend. We had a pretty, uh, we, when we went into the center, though, we had a pretty funny, um, the, the guy at the, uh, at the counter was like, oh, you guys went in the wrong line, eh? Oh, well, <laughs> fortunately, I'm not feeling too questiony today, so I'm just going to look through your car and probably nothing will happen. Wow. This was... He was far nicer than the Ving Rames yeah. <laughs> the Ving Ramsey fellow uh, outside who was super pissed that we tried to get through the Nexus Whoa. lane. Yeah. Like, are you stupid? Right. Don't yeah. you know that's a huge fine if you go the other way through the Nexus lane? Yeah, no. we found out that if we'd attempted to pull that stunt going into the U.S., it would have cost two thousand dollars per passenger. Wow. Well, be lucky. Yeah, you don't. You don't have that. Yeah. You. It would have been on you to pay, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a plastic bottle booze kind of guy. I don't have 2000 bucks lying <laughs> oh around. God. You're a but creme I... de banane kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like, it's kind of, uh, I mean, how long did it take for you to get uh, from the worst experience to like the goofy Canadian experience? What's that, like like 15 minutes from one to the next? There was a, a little like 12 or 13 minute wait. Um I had to go to the bathroom and they made me prove that I didn't have any drugs to flush in my pockets oh, right. before they would let me do that. And then by pockets, what what exactly do you mean? <laughs> human, I mean human, my my bio cavities. pocket. Yeah. You mean your butt pocket? <laughs> yeah. Your pouch. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, then Adam got up and went to. I think you went to the bathroom to ask to go to the bathroom as well, and wound up getting asked a series of questions but you were well out of earshot for me so i was like oh shit adam is so fucking innocent in this matter and he's the one getting the fucking third degree here right right i was uh i was i was semi-panicky and then and then you finished talking to the guards and you walked over to go to the bathroom and you walked past us without looking at us or (laughs) saying anything and i was like very intentionally he is pissed at me right now oh no (laughs) if there's anything i hate it's being asked a question (laughs) (laughs) oh so so how did it end do you hate anything else adam what's that do you hate anything else oh uh i mean i'll i'll be honest as we as we come across things i hate i'll just let you know (laughs) okay but that question doesn't you don't hate getting that asked that specific question no i'm I'm feeling very fairly comfortable with you okay good (laughs) Mostly because you're in my home. Yeah, I don't have a rolled up <laughs> pair of gloves. And I can tell you're not Apollo. wearing a weapon because you're completely naked. <laughs> All I have is this bottle of creme de banane. <laughs> and it's plastic, so I can't break it over the uh, yeah, over so the how table. Long, how long were we detained? Uh, maybe twenty minutes? Yeah, it was it was it was lightweight stuff, but uh Were you afraid that it was that uh that shit was gonna go down? Um I mean, because we had some gear with us. Yeah, we did have some some by gear expensive... by gear like gear in uh, other countries is no it's called it's heroin they call it heroin oh. gear. What did they refer to our our cargo as commercial goods? Yeah, they kept saying how much how much what's the value of the commercial goods in the car and to me that sounds like a thing that I'm trying to sell which it wasn't. You know, like it's it's mm-hmm. equipment that I'm going. Uh, you know, it's your own personal qu- equipment. Yeah, and technically like. W- you know, we're going over there to do a thing from which we are attempting to someday derive a, mo- a monetary return. Yes. Which, uh, on, you know, in some ways could be construed as us taking your gerbs yep. over there in Canada. Jorbs, yeah. 
Yeah, they wanted to know all about our relationship yeah. uh, in those series of questions. I don't know if I told you. They just <laughs> wanted to know how I know you. Yeah. And let me tell you, uh, at a border guy, between guy, two countries... Guy from the internet was a, yeah, not a satisfactory uh, Maybe answer. the best thing you could tell an older gentleman who asks you how you know someone else you're crossing the border with, uh, we... We enjoy the same podcasts and we follow each other on Twitter <laughs> is a thing that, uh, yeah, it's just going to ask for more questions. Yeah. Really. So is that really what you said? It is. That is Because that's the truth. And I tell the truth. No, I like it. Border, I like it. border that... agents. Oh, man. Well, yeah. So we learned, we learned a lot of lessons that day. No, that but, is great. Uh, that is but a... now we have some nice cocktails to drink and... Uh, all that stuff is drifting into the rearview mirror All as of well. the old road trip of life. Yeah, mm. that's great. It's really that's beautiful. That's nice high. That's a nice. Uh, <clears throat> it's a nice asterisk on the uh, the trip. I mean, I mean, how was the work? How did the work go? Did the work go well? Work went good. Yeah, good. good. Nothing. You know, nothing to say about it. Good. Great. Um. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> that's not how I saw it. But. Oh yeah, we did go. We did go into a weird crypto cave full of bitcoins. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> well, that's interesting. While we were in Vancouver, but that's that's another, another for another podcast? show probably. Yeah. yeah. We were told that crime in Canada uh, <laughs> is mostly not of the. Oh yeah, the, it's all property crime and yeah. no violent crime. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. as long as you weren't carrying anything valuable on your person, uh, you were great. Yeah. The the nice guy running the the crypto crypto cave or the data dungeon as i took to calling it because i couldn't remember what it was called uh told us that you know those junkies they just got to get their fix you know so they'll take your radio but they won't hurt you they're too skinny to fight hey chris is that how, what it's like at your house do you have a bunch of bars on your windows like uh, back to the future too yeah that's exactly what it's like yeah i just yeah. I, I ben your your portrayal is uh so amusing to me. I love it. It's it's like it's yeah, actually right. not too far off. Like, uh, you know, a nerdy Canadian sounds exactly like you. I don't know. You've been doing your <laughs> you've been you've been doing your research. I have a a DVD of Kids in the Hall that plays on loop in my head. So. <laughs> oh, that's a good that's good source material there. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of requests to we get do. to this week. Let's get to them. Um, uh, I feel like we should start, uh, we had, we lined up a guest, yeah. uh, in one Graham Clark, ironically of Vancouver, BC, who's in your hometown of Toronto this week, He is, but he won a, an award. He so, did. uh, he was way too busy to come on our stupid little show. Yeah. Is that, is that why when you pitched me the idea of being on the show, you were like, Adam? You're the best of what's left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're desperate. As far as, far as Plan Bs go, <laughs> you, we could do worse. <laughs> um, but uh, but well, he I mean, still I sent us a, a a drink request. He did. Or a, a life event for he us did. to uh, to uh, for us to think about. So uh, what did you come up with, Bowman? Um, well, let me just uh, refer to my book here. Uh, we're gonna. I mean, it, it's basically what he gave us was. Uh, the he, he getting paid for the first time for doing something you love now he didn't go into detail but uh I, i'm assuming maybe it's something to do with the reason why he's here which he was here for the probably tr sex the truck <laughs> yes let's go with sex 
Graham yeah, Clark got sex. paid for having sex uh, for the first time, and uh, it's a celebratory thing. So uh, I, I thought, you know, champagne was in order, and we just I just decided to go with the champagne cocktail, uh, classic. Oh, and, great. Uh, we should specify, Graham Clark is a hilarious comedian. He was probably talking about getting paid to do comedy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to ruin that bit. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, champagne cocktail. It's uh, Graham Clark is our friend. I don't want to... <laughs> he doesn't have a sense of humor, okay? He's not going to know. <laughs> uh, it's one lump I'm of... really enjoying hearing about uh, all about the guy you wish you had. So, <laughs> that's great. Uh, I'm 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 glad you can't see me because I am uh, so far I've been enraged and now I'm extremely embarrassed, Adam. So uh, I'm sorry on Ben's behalf. Uh, that's that's how I like my host. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> enraged and embarrassed. Okay. Yes. Uh, the two E's. <laughs> uh, okay, the champagne cocktails. One lump of sugar in a tall, thin glass. This is now from the, the champagne uh, flute. The uh, Tom Bullock uh, 173 pre-prohibition cocktails. Uh, uh, circa 1917 so the uh, tall thin glass maybe was uh, not actually named back then I don't know uh, oh yeah maybe not uh, one small piece of ice two dashes of Angostura bitters uh, one piece of twisted lemon peel uh, and fill up with champagne stir and serve and then just roll around in all that sweet sweet cash yeah uh, I like it congratulations Graham Congrats, Graham. Uh, and uh, thanks for not being here, Graham. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get you on the next one. Um, uh, we got one in over the Twitter. Uh, somebody tweeted at Drink About It with a uh, with a drink request. This is at Gaming After Hour. Um, he said, uh, "With Comic Con coming up, I need nerdy slash geeky drink to have after cosplaying and geeking out all day," <laughs> which. Um, I, I when you have, take off that furry yeah, head, <laughs> you're gonna be yeah. really thirsty. What, you, what is gonna What are you gonna refresh yourself with? And, and this is a drink I've wanted to do on the podcast for a long time because I'm a uh, a uh, pretty serious Trek fan. Uh, but uh, so this is the Romulan Ale. Uh, so it's an ounce and a half of white rum, one ounce of blue curacao, uh, a little bit of Sprite or Seven Up. Or if you're like me and you would never drink a soda if you can roll your own, uh, <laughs> I'll link to uh, our lemon-lime soda recipe. Um, and then six drops of Tabasco sauce. So you're going to mix all of the ingredients together, pour them into a tall, narrow glass. Uh, I think a Collins glass would be the right one. And then add a grain of salt. So uh, actually, I, maybe, a, maybe a champagne flute. In this case, would be fun. Um, Sounds like fun. It's more savory than I would have expected from yeah. the Romulans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's always a game of chess with them. Um, Only the size of my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and we have one more. Do we not? Uh, we, we do. We do. And I, I think that maybe it, it might uh, uh, qualify a new segment that, uh, you know, there, there could be... You know, I'm sure there's a lot of couples that listen, uh, or you know, one 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 of the two of a couple listens, and you know, maybe another, the other half overhears. So what I'm thinking is that we could have once in a while, when one half, let's say in this case, this listener, is requesting something uh, uh, in order to gain uh, from the other half, we'll call it the "Honey, would you please" 
segment. <laughs> uh, and so Al- at Ali J. Thomas writes, um, my husband isn't completely sold on having a kid. Any suggestions for a tasty libation to help me change his mind? Cheers. Mm. So, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So here we go. He's, we're going to rope this guy. This guy is named Steve. Husband is Adam Steve. Adam is about to crawl out of his skin uh, here. <laughs> crunched up Rohypnol. <laughs> uh, so I decided to go with something called the All Right Cocktail. Now, that's all A-L-L right. Uh, but in this case, maybe we drop one L and squish it together. It's like, all right, I'll do it. Cocktail. Nice. Um, it's an ounce and a half of rye whiskey, uh, one ounce of orange curacao, one dash of Angostura bitters, uh, and a, la- a large shaker combine uh, ingredients, uh, strain into cocktail glass, and serve. Um, so there you go, Ali. I hope it works. Um, Should call that the happy dad. Yeah, the happy yeah. dad. We'll call it that. Mm. But Steve, you know, be smart about this. Make your, yeah. wife, make your wife happy. Um, um, let us know oh, if it is works. That, it, huh? Is that how we should be smart? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we're not going to know if this works for like months, right? Because usually people don't don't run their yaps in the first trimester. Yeah. <laughs> run their yaps. Um, yeah. But we got our fingers crossed. That'll be a really good like deep callback if uh, if it does happen. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, you do have to name the baby... At drink about it <laughs> legally if uh, if you, if you or, use uh, that drink suggestion. Creme de banane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Would make a great name too. Now, Speaking of creme de banane, why don't we do a shot of this? Oh yeah. Yeah. We, uh, I had been sipping uh, a highball glass of it on ice. Now, okay. Now we <laughs> delicious. While to... while you guys are serving this up, uh, I just want to say, listeners, can we uh, can we get a uh, creme de banane? Oh, mama. Can we get a creme de banane count? Uh, I want to know how many times creme de banane has been said in this episode <laughs> and tweet it to us because uh, that would be fun to know. Oh, yeah. That would be fun to know. That's good trivia. Uh, we should uh, we put it on YouTube with just a counter that ticks up every single time. <laughs> yeah. some, um, some let's drink about a trivia. Wow, this is... Siki saki, siki oi, oi, oi. Enjoy. Uh, enjoy. To your health or whatever. <laughs> to your bananas, boys. Oh, oh, my God. It sounds like... Uh, or it tastes like a, a dum-dum. Yeah, lollipop. it really does. Yeah. I could do a thousand of that these. That is as synthetic <laughs> as it gets. Yeah, yeah that's nice. Yeah. Uh, you want another? I'm gonna have a. I'm gonna have a rough drive home. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, uh, podcast responsibly, kids. Wait. So, how many times have you guys met before? You have met before, yes? Like in yeah. person? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, just because... uh, at Max FunCon a couple years ago, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, uh, and uh, we were across the room at the Max FunCon Super Sex Party. Secret mm. sex party. Yeah, twiddling yeah. our thumbs, oh, wondering. So you, you're at Max Funcon East. Uh, no. Oh, no, the original. Oh, the original. The first one. Uh, that must have been the second or the, the third. Ah, uh, okay. The one with Marin. Marin. All oh, right. Yeah. 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 Okay. We're, you were at that one. I Bowen, was. Right? I was there. Yep. Didn't Is that the one where where you uh where you where you famously walked into the room that I was sleeping in and terrified <laughs> it's me? The one. That's, That's one the, the one. Same. Yeah. It's also Is it's this? also the I think it was that one. We did talk about this, like your fucking seersucker suit, where you look like a million goddamn dollars. Oh yeah, I always look great. All the dollars. <laughs> All of the dollars. Adam is pouring us yet another shot of this fucking creme de banane. So uh, I think it's about time to start winding things down. Uh, I wish I could say thanks for being on the show, Adam. 
Uh, thank you for having me. Look, I know I'm not the most famous guest that you've had, but I'm the one that looks the most like Kyle McLaughlin. So <laughs> thank you for having me. That's true. That's it's pretty unassailable. Holy shit, it's true, people. I'm just no, I now know. Now you said that. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Bottoms up. Uh, yeah, you can uh, you can find me at dorseyfilms.com and my Twitter handles apranica. Apranica. Follow this man. Is funnier than his level of fame would would indicate um, you can follow chris at chris b chicken and ben at benjamin r a h r a h r yeah spelled it's pronounced benjamin r but it's spelled benjamin a h r that's correct um and uh what else we got to thank uh thanks graham, graham walsh, walsh for yep. uh thank for you graham. engineering and doing the music yep uh, thanks to Paul Watling for the illustrations. And, uh, oh, no, she's not here. Mary, actually, Mary is in the building. She's in the house tonight. She wanted to come by and see how this, uh, how the magic was made. Uh, and uh, apparently, how the f- apparently the magic's boring because she's not in this room anymore. So she's upstairs. It's made with creme de banane. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 20 times. That was the, that was the 99th? No. <laughs> um, uh, well, you can follow us on... Uh, uh, our show at Drink About It. Please go on iTunes and uh, give us a five star rating. It really, really helps. Please. And um, tell your friends about how much you like our show so that people will actually listen because we need to grow our listening audience. And and request uh, request uh, yeah send drink send parent. in your yeah send in your send in your life events and we'll tell you the drinks that go with them. Uh, so with that. Uh, that has been Chris Bowman. And that's been Benjamin R. Harrison. And that's been Adam Pranica. We'll be back at you next week with more life events and more drinks that go perfectly with them. Hey, boys, go easy, okay? Take it easy over yeah. there on that. Do you want, it, you want another? another? Yes. Oh, There's okay. still one, one more. One more. One more. One more. I mean, it's, it's never going to get finished one more. if we don't do this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, you know what? My father is w- going to be very angry when I total his 2005 green Prius. <laughs> I've never been more jealous to not be having a shot of creme de banane. <laughs> it, it, this literally tastes like uh, banana Laffy Taffy. Yeah, it does. If you've ever had Laffy Taffy mm-hmm. banana. That lingering mouthfeel, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really wish I'd bought the $35 like Fancy Pants French one also so that we could compare like what is real creme de banane taste like. Can we do that on a subsequent uh, yeah. podcast? We'll have to, yeah. we'll have to circle back on this one. Next time, yeah, absolutely. Oh, here we go. Cheers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, they, they don't get any easier. No. <laughs> yeah, well, Ben, you took that like it was like a bottle of old school whiskey, like an old cowboy. Oh, jeez. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's a whole 30 proof, by the way. So. Whoa. Yikes. Yeah, watch out.